Out of these 100 people, 54% by the age of 65 were dead broke. This at the age of 18, 20 years ago, I'm 38 now. 20 years ago, I heard this and I said, I gotta be an entrepreneur. The route that the, I see the majority of people taking, for me, for me, speaking for myself, wasn't for me. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. And as you can see, we've got a solo episode today. And what I'm going to talk about today is something that I learned when I was about 18 years old. And really, I got the numbers all wrong. And you're going to see what I'm talking about here. But first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Joseph Trujillo. I'm at his EXP office in the city of, I believe it's Upland that we're at, right? The city of Upland, EXP in Upland. Okay, that's why you guys saw that cutscene of this beautiful office here. So shout out to him because we were in the area and he was gracious enough to let us shoot this episode here. So anyways, with that being said, guys, I want to talk about a study that I heard a long time ago. It was very, very interesting. And basically, it's a study of where they followed 100 college graduates. And they wanted to see how these college graduates were going to end up doing by the end of their life, right? By the end of, by, by retirement, better yet, right? So they followed 100 college graduates. They went to school, got good grades, got a good job. They went to school. They did all the things that we've been taught all of our life to do. In Western society, that's what we're taught to do, right? Go to school, get good grades, study hard so you could pass a test. So eventually you could go into a university or a college and eventually could graduate and get a good high paying what? Job, right? And you want to have <clears throat> um, not only the high paying job, but you want to have the benefits and you want to have this and that. And, you know, and the goal that we've been taught is kind of like, hey, man, you know, that way you could have that high paying job. And then one day you could get married and have that white picket fence, 2.5 kids. And, um, you know, and you're good to go. Right. And a brand new Honda Accord in the driveway every couple of years. Right. And so that's kind of the American dream that was sold to us. So fair enough. Okay. That's not, that's not for me, but that is for a lot of people. And that's perfectly cool. So what happens that here's a question. What happened to these 100 college graduates? Where did they end up? So the question that I have for you is out of hundred college graduates did things the way it was supposed to be. The question is how many of those, the very first question that comes to my mind is how many ended up wealthy? I mean, after all, they did what they were supposed to do. hundred of them. That's a pretty good number. 100 that graduated from a university or from a college, how many ended up wealthy? So that is my question to you. So as you're listening or, or watching this podcast, I want you to ask yourself the question, okay, out of a hundred college graduates that were followed from age 25 to age 65, how many, how many ended up wealthy? So here's the answer. Gave you enough time to think about it. The answer is 1%, meaning one, it was a hundred. So one of them ended up wealthy. I don't know about you, but when I first heard this statistic, I was very surprised. I'm not surprised now, knowing what I know now, but when I was 18 and I heard this for the first time, I was surprised. So one of them ended up wealthy. The next bracket, how many of these 100 college graduates ended up financially stable? And by financially stable, the way that they determined that is somebody that uh, makes over $100,000 per year and does not need the help of anybody else in their retirement. They can retire and they're cool. They don't need somebody else's help, their kids' help or whatever the case may be. They're well off financially. They're not wealthy, but they're well off financially. So out of 100, how many ended up financially stable? So here's the answer, 4%. So out of 100, five total, 1% wealthy, 4% financially stable. That number shocked me as well. I thought wealthy would have been like 10. That Back then, 20 years ago, 
when I was asked this question, my answer was like nine or 10, at least. To my surprise, it was one. Financially stable, I said that has to be at least 30, right? 30 at least because, I mean, they went to college. Four, four percent ended up financially stable. Now, by the age of 65, how many people by the age of 65 were still working? Keep in mind, 100 college graduates, these people graduated from college, but by the age of 65, they're still working. What percentage of people were still working? 5%. 5%. Five out of 100 college graduates by the age of 65 were still working. Now here, let me ask you this question. This, this channel is about entrepreneurship. It's about business. It's about personal growth, mindset, et cetera, right? And, and the, this at the age of 18, 20 years ago, I'm 38 now. 20 years ago, I heard this and I said, I got to be an entrepreneur. The route that the, I see the majority of people taking for me, for me, speaking for myself, wasn't for me. The, you know, speaking for myself. So I said, 5% were still working. And then here's a question that I was asked when I was taught this. The question was, hey, listen, have you ever seen, for example, the greeters at Walmart? You know, those older people at Walmart that greet you and whatnot. Yes, very nice people, older people, right? And here was a follow-up question, <clears throat> which is my follow-up question to you. Do you think they're there because they want to be there? or because they have to be there. Now the answer that most people would give is, well, they're there because they have to be there. They don't have a choice. They've got to make some money. Unfortunately, things didn't plan out the way they probably thought they would, unfortunately, right? 5% still working. Now, 36% of these people are dead. Can't do anything about that, man, right? When our creator calls us home, he calls us home. So 36% dead, nobody could do anything about that, right? When it's our time to go, it's our time to go. But then here's a staggering number. There's only one other number that they measured. 54% were dead broke. Out of these 100 people, 54% by the age of 65 were dead broke. Now that is a staggering number. More than half of these people were broke. They didn't have anything to show for their life. And by dead broke, does that mean that they're living on the street? That's not what I'm talking about. But they don't have anything. They're depending on other people. They, they're dead broke. They don't have anything to show for it. This is a real study that was done. 100 college graduates were followed from the age of 25 to the age of 65. Now, when I saw that number, then I realized now, now that I'm older, right? I look at life a little bit different because I've got some experiences in business, right? For example, I own a credit repair business. You guys hear me say that often. And we have a student loan forgiveness division. We see firsthand and we have seen firsthand how many people come in and they're like 50,000, 100,000, $300,000 in debt with a degree that they don't even use. They literally could have been better off not ever going to school. They would have been, their, their wealth would have been more, because right now it's negative 100 to $300,000, right? The point is that the world that we live in is a different world from back then, because see, the, the, the study hard, get good grades, so you could graduate, you know, get a high paying job and whatnot and get your degree, that's cool for some people. Hey man, more, more power to you. More power to you, but what, what I would suggest that people do, and I suggest it all the time, figure out what percentage of people actually use that degree. Figure out what percentage of people actually, they're not very happy with their degree, with all the time that they spent there, all of the money that they spent there. The bottom line is that it isn't what it used to be. See, you have to understand that the school system, first of all, was bought a long time ago by some very elite rich people to create more employees, for their businesses. But see, the day and age that we live in today is much different than that. But why are we still using these outdated systems? Now, if you want to be a doctor and something like that, a chiropractor, I get it. You've, there's no other way. You got to go. 
But to, you know, for most people that want to get a traditional job and go out there and pay the bills, frankly, there's a lot better options. Personally, when I hire people, I look for people, not that are book smart, but people that are people smart. I, I, you know, there's a lot of book smart people, but, but people dumb people. Does that make sense? They're people, stupid people, but they're book smart, but they're people stupid. And so the day and age that we live is a very different age. So here's another reason why that system is broken for most people. Because the school system doesn't teach us a lot of things that we need to learn, right? So for example, things like how to get a job, how to interview at a job. I would think that that's a very important subject to teach. That's not taught. What about taxes? What about credit? The importance of credit, how to maintain good credit and why you should have good credit, how to get a business loan, how to open up a business. What about communication skills and sales skills? Did, did you know that sales is the number one most paid industry in the world? Communication skills, forget sales, just communication skills in general in your life is going to take you a long way. These are all things that are not taught in school, right? And that's part of the reason why people fail because they're following again, an outdated model. And it reminds me of one of my favorite books. The book is rich dad, poor dad. you right. You probably heard of it. If you haven't heard of it, you probably haven't been around the entrepreneurial world too much and that's okay. You're hearing it now for the first time if you haven't. Here's what the what Rich Dad Poor Dad talks about with Robert Kiyosaki, right? Um, by the way, I highly encourage you to study his stuff if you haven't already. And if you have and you haven't lately, get back into it, right? That's, that, that would be my recommendation. But he talks about how there's four types of ways to earn income. The first way on the, so you want to imagine a, you know, plus sign, right? And then you've got the E on one side. The E stands for employee, right? Then right under the E, you've got the B, which, excuse me, the S, which is the self-employed person. Okay. And then finally over here, you've got the big business and then you've got the investor, right? So here's what happens as an employee, you're training time for money, right? And here's a reality. Remember homework. We always used to do homework in school, right? I don't know about you, but I didn't like homework, but here's one thing that happens though. Do you realize that most people that go through the employer route never stop doing homework? Think about it. They get up in the morning, they eat out of their box cereal, they get in their box car, they drive to their work, right? Usually a box building. They work out of their box computer. They get out of work, they eat out, first of all, lunch, they take, they eat out of their box, you know, lunch box or whatever, right? They get in their box car, they go home, they watch, boom, they turn on their box television. They live a box life, right? But what do they do? They get up, they get in their car, they fight traffic, they get to work, and then they go home. Then they go to work the following day. Then they go home. Then they go to work, home, work, home, homework, 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 homework. People never stop doing homework. That is the employee side. Then you got the self-employed guy, maybe a real estate agent. For example, we happen to be at a real estate office right now. Then you've got the real estate agent, right? Self-employed. They get, you know, they, they could make their own schedule and whatnot, but the business still depends on them. Like an employee, the employee, that person's bit money income depends on them in the world that we live in right now as we're recording this we're in you know october 2021 we're in the middle of COVID. people are getting sick most people have already got COVID. what if you're out for two weeks what if you're out for a month and you are the only one that's contributing to your income guess what that could be a problem same thing with a self-employed person if a real estate agent is out for a month do you think his commissions his income is going to be affected of course that's a self-employed person right 
or somebody, maybe they have a little store, they're self-employed, right? They, they, they have a little store. And most of the time what these people realize is that they don't own the business, but rather the business owns them. So they're trading time for money. That's the difference between these two people. The employee and the self-employed is that they're trading their time for money. It's called linear income, which is what the school system teaches people, how to build linear income. But see, then you got the big business guy, maybe somebody who owns a franchise or maybe somebody who has a business, kind of like we're here at eXp Realty. My solar company, Power, we have a leverage model as well. Or, you know, a franchise or your own business where you have a system where it doesn't depend on you. The money is still being made without it depending on you being there. It is not linear income. It is called leverage income. For example, if you buy a McDonald's, you spend two, $3 million on the McDonald's, you make 20 to 40 grand a month passive income because you've got a system and you invested the money into it. Guess what? You're in the big business side, but you've got passive income. And then finally, you've got an investor. The investor, somebody that has their money, make money for them. Guess what? That's still passive income. But what does the school system teach? The school system doesn't teach the, the right side of the quadrant. The school system teaches the left side of the quadrant, how to be mainly an employee and also a self-employed person. So the point of that story being, and I'm talking about the cash flow quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki is that that is a reason why in this study, 1% ended up wealthy, 4% financially independent, but more importantly, 54% were dead broke. 5% were still working. So that is a problem. That is a problem. So I wanted to share this story with you that 20 years ago was shared with me, this study that was shared with me, uh, 20 years ago, it opened up my eyes. It might open up some of your eyes because I get messages by people that tell me, JC, I'm sick and tired. I, I, two days ago, I had a conversation with this lady. She says, JC, I'm sick and tired of my job. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm on a, I feel like I'm on in that rat race. I'm not getting anywhere. I've been here for a ton of years. I'm sick and tired. I'm underappreciated and I'm underpaid and the cost of living is going up. And guess what? The cost of living is going up tremendously at record speeds. As time goes on, there is the gap between the haves and the have-nots gets bigger and bigger. The middle class is getting eliminated. Maybe this, if it turns one person on into doing something, going into business for themselves, starting up their own business, or doing something different to get out of that rat race, then guess what? It was worth it. But those statistics were real then, and they're probably worse now. So anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. Leave a comment, share this video, share this episode with other people that you think that this is going to bring value to. And with that being said, I'll see you guys at the top or from the top. Take care.